So, hi, welcome back um, to the third, third, third episode, um, or well, the re-recording of episode three. There was an episode three, but Daddy listened to it and said it was no bueno, so I had to take it down and reevaluate and come back to it. Um, but welcome to the re-recording of episode three. Um, I think this one's going to be great because um, I'm going to rant and it's going to be magical and it's going to be beautiful and you bitches are going to love it. Um, So this episode we're going to talk about um, something that seemed like a lot of you um, enjoyed and I was actually pretty surprised um, from the Instagram post when I did the uh, Slinky EDU Instagram post. Um, So um, if you're new here, I'll just explain that. The Instagram posts are, like, little bits and pieces. They're meant to be, like, general information and just, like, something to, like, feed the people, you know? People who aren't really heavily into it. If someone, like, is scrolling and sees and, like, really to just, like, huh, here's, like, a little, a snack. The the Instagram posts are a snack. The podcasts are meant to be meals. And they most likely, or in my head, they coincide, but sometimes they will go out of order and I'll, I'll do something on Instagram that I won't do on the podcast just simply because like it'll be um I don't feel as though I'll have a lot more to say um past the Instagram um yeah or like I just feel like I can't or if I do it only on the podcast I feel like I can't articulate it as well speaking as I would writing and like you know the message wouldn't get across as well get across as well um because of the technological barrier of like reading it in your own head and your own wording and like your own tone So, um, yeah, but this one, which was my monogamy and BDSM, um, y'all niggas loved it. So like, here we are, we're going to do it. Um, so before I like rant, I'll say why I, I thought that I didn't, that it wouldn't get the reception that it did. I didn't believe it would get the reception that it did simply because, um, monogamy is, you know, um, uh, you know, typical. That is what people expect out of a relationship. And polyamory is not. It is um unconventional. You know, it's outside the box. It's, you know, um, atypical. So I was expecting people to be like, girl, relax. Monogamy is accepted everywhere. Like, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Like, why are you making a thing? Like, you know, like, don't, like, whatever. That's what I had in my head. But then I posted and everybody was like, thank you for this. This is, like, really informative. Like, this is this. And I was like, oh, 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 we hit something. So, um, I will say, this topic is very, very near and dear to my heart because I am fully married, um, to an amazing man who thankfully shares 90% of the same kinks that I do. So he is available to be my daddy and my dom and my sadist and my brat tamer. So, um, yeah, so it works out very nicely for us. Um, but I have had comments from men and even some some women basically implying that because I am monogamous that I somehow am not able to fully enjoy the wonders of BDSM because you know I'm not like seeing with different partners and I'm not like you know 
at play parties fucking everything that walks and moves and you know all this good stuff and like not trying out different daddies and doms and letting people other people hit me and things of that nature that like I'm fundamentally missing something that's essential to the proper practice of BDSM and king lifestyle and for quite a while like when I first started and I was not who I am today and my roles and my understanding and my knowledge and my education that ate at me man and then like I sat with it and I sat with it and I thought to myself and I tried to maybe like negotiate with myself and say like could I like not even having sex but could I watch the man I love like whip somebody else for a scene like be that um so um something that's very important to me in BDSM and one of the things that really draws me to it is the intimacy fully involved oh that's gonna be a post intimacy in BDSM I feel like Blackson did a post on that so maybe I'll look into it but I do think even if it's not a post maybe it'll be a podcast but um yes the intimacy involved in the scene the the um the give and the take and the unspoken the unspoken uh words and cues and things of that nature just like the reading of body language that goes into it's such an intimate moment so like I thought to myself can I like watch him or like not even watch just be cognizant of that it's happening that it has happened that it will happen that it could happen and child I sat with it and I sat with it and I was like no and then I thought to myself am I depriving him because of my own like what I consider like when I was going through this I'm like because of my own insecurities like am I limiting his experience because of my own insecurities because like this is something he was interested in previous previously before him and I were engaged in a relationship so like am I limiting him am I stopping him from being all that he could be and experiencing the lifestyle as it should be experienced like am I am I doing that and I really sat with it and I sat with it like I didn't say anything to anyone but I really sat with it and I thought about it and I'm like working through it I'm working over and I'm trying so hard to like put what I feel like on the backside to allow who I love to like experience this and then and then one day I don't know where it came from I just asked I was like would you want to see with someone else and he was like no why I have you and I was like because they say like that's what you're supposed to and he was like no I like if I'm gonna be somebody it's gonna be you sis and I was like you're gonna make a dog bitch cry and like in that moment, I had to, like, reevaluate everything. Because I'm over here sitting here, like, fucking going through it. Going going through it. And it turns out he don't even want to do that shit. And so, really, and then I really started to, like, educate myself. And it's like, no. You don't have to be poly to be in BDSM. I'm not missing out because, like, I'm not you know, engage with multiple partners. There's, I'm not missing anything. As long as my relationship provides me with all that I need, I'm not missing anything. Um, and one of the earlier conversations that I had with a friend, um, before, like, I really started, like, you know, was that one of the reasons people do within BDSM 
not saying this is the reason for all people who are polyamorous or all people who are polyamorous in the BDSM. It's not. Think of it as a Venn diagram. It's not. It's not always all. You know, we got the little stuff. Um, like, think of one of the three ones. So it's like BDSM on one side and polyamory on the other. And then BDSM and polyamory at the bottom and the stuff and the little, little slithers and stuff that they all have in common. Um... And about the only thing that they all have in common is that they're um, unconventional lifestyles. Like, that's just about it. Um, but. The reason. That. Um, you. Um, the reason that people engage in, sorry, the people that, um, the reason that people engage in polyamory is because, uh, polyamory BDSM is because not everyone can be everything for them. You know, like, not every dominant is a daddy, but if you're a little, you might need a daddy. And so if it's, if, if you and your, and your dominant come to terms, and you say, okay, this is what I need. And they say, okay, but this is where you can go. This is what you're allowed to go and do with someone else. Or, like, if you're a pain slut or a masochist and you need a sadist, and, but your daddy is not a sadist, to say, okay, at 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 um play parties, you're allowed to scene, but it can only be seen with people that we know, people that we met, or, like, previous conversations, like, not just on randos. Like, these are all negotiations that happen. Like, it's not just, like... Oh, like, oh, okay, they're fucking this one, that one, they're... Like, it can be, but um, proper polyamory, as I understand it and know it, requires lots of negotiation. Um, Proper BDSM, as I know and I love it, requires so much negotiation, so much communication. Um, But, yeah, um, being monogamous in BDSM is, is... It's valid, like, very valid. And no one should ever tell you that it's not valid. And if someone tells you it's not valid, like, fuck them. They're just shitty. Because you could easily have one partner and do all the things that you want to do. All of the things. All of the things that you want to do. You know, and and your monogamy is defined how you define it. Like, for me, I'm not allowed to see with anyone else. He's not allowed to see with Like, that's just us. But... Some people may be like, okay, you can see him because it's not sex, you know, or you could, you could have a caregiver if, as long as it's not sexual, you know? So like, and some of you might completely consider that monogamy because you're not engaged in other sexual activities with these people, you know, like it could be like a friend, you go to a play party and like a friend who's a dominant, just that's where like, you know, they beat you. Or you gotta have a friend that's like a caregiver and they're they're your caregiver to like provide you that structure that that your little needs that your your um your dominant can't give you because they are not that. So, um, yeah. But fuck everybody who says you can't do monogamy and BDSM because I'm doing it and it fucking rocks and it's fucking amazing and I plan to get my ass beat this entire week, y'all. I'm trying to get beat Monday through Friday. Some so this man, I wanna be fucked. Ah. Uh.
But yeah. Um, monogamy and BDSM is it's real and it's possible and it's in a completely valid way to navigate BDSM. And there's no shame in it, it's no sadness, you're not missing out on not a damn damn thing, sis. You're miss- not missing out. You can have just as much fun. You and your one little lonely partner, you have just as much fun. Only thing I will say is if you go to a play party about, without them, it's boring. Because you're sitting there watching everybody get their ass beat and you can't get your ass beat. you just like, ugh. 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 It's real ghetto. Very, very ghetto. I'd be sitting there like, that's cute. Oh, is that a paddle? That's cute. What's that like? Must be nice. But, yes. So, monogamy and BDSM, valid, necessary, and everything in between. So, yes. Yeah. So, all right. I'm out. I'll be back. I don't know when. I'm not making y'all no promises. I ain't gonna lie to y'all like that. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. But in the meantime, if you want to catch me regularly, check out my podcast, Moses and Moscato. You know, we're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Breaker and Apple Podcasts. You just, just catch us out there. Type in Moses and Moscato and get your entire life to some real drunk Bible stories. Because, you know. You love this voice coming through your ones and twos. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.